name is Maurice Washington. I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Executive Talk. Thank you so much for joining us live here. In today's show, we're actually going to finish off our series, and it's an important series. Now, I know specifically when I mention this, it's one of those things that we, again, take for granted. We don't think about it very much as to the impact that it is. Is sometimes, as an adult, we get to a point where we just kind of walk over it, and we don't, we don't, we we pay attention to a moment, and then we just keep on moving because we figured out a way to actually figure out a way to uh, solve it ourselves. And so, this conversation and what we're talking about today is expectations. That's the series that we're involved in. Expectations. Think about it for a quick minute. When I, say, when I say the word expectations to you, what's your immediate response? Most people do this. Oh, yeah, expectations. Yeah, that's... Not many people smile when it comes to expectations. Not, not many people are exact, exactly happy. Because your relationship with expectations has always been disappointing. So we're going to actually talk about this because this is a major component to your business direction. This is a major component to your life in general. So if, you, if we're not dealing with this level of expectations and what it actually means to us, there's part of, that, part, part of that expectation that actually is a currency within your business. And we're going to explain that today. And in today's show, we're going to actually wrap it up with renewed expectations. Last week, we had the opportunity to really discuss how the enemy likes to play on expectations. Because again, it only takes a little bit in order to hurt somebody. So today, we're, again, we're talking about renewed expectations. So let's go into, um, let's go into this uh, topic right here. When you, want to find, when you want to find holes in your business, start with expectations. I guarantee there, the holes and the places that you're looking in your business and that you're not excited about, expectations is floating around in, in there somewhere. And we'll talk about how that, how that shows up. But we have to, again, understand the genesis of it all. Now, no pun intended, just because we're pulling up Genesis, we need to understand the beginning of, of expectations and understand why it's so important. The Lord God, Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Okay, so right there, let's just stop with that. He took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Remember, all the way up into this particular verse, remember when God created light? And then he sat back and said, very good. Did he not expect for the light not to, not to shine? He had expectations immediately. Everything he spoke, he had expectations for it to perform, for it to work. When he created man, he had expectations of man for him to perform and work. That's what this first sentence is, is telling us right there. Now, with those expectations, it came with the command. Look at the next sentence. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now think about it. Every single command comes with the warning as to what the end result will be if you choose to do something with it. And as you read in the Bible, in this particular scripture, there's nothing good that will come out of not following this particular command. And as you guys know, it's the fall. With this expectation, there's trust and there's faith and there's an end result. Now, why is this so impactful? Because the authority that was given to you was from God. 
And so when God gave you this authority, he trusted and had faith in, in result because he knew he's the creator. He knew if I gave man the authority, it, I'm expecting for man to perform well. And this is why I gave you this responsibility. I gave you one major responsibility with a command. So there's expectations within you that was embedded in man from the very beginning. This is where it comes from. And this is why it's so important. Now, at the end result of everything that the, what God made, he said it was very good. Even this is very good. The fact that the Lord said, I, I can have you do this, but just beware. Just don't eat of this. But everything else is going to be very good. That's where that's where that's where that very good part comes in and it comes into play in this scripture. So understand the genesis of expectation, where it came from. That's why it's so impactful within your life. Expectations is part of your authority. That's how your heart is built. How do I know? Let's think about this. I'm going to take you guys back, back, back on the journey. And again, this is business, but I want you guys to understand this is a very heartfelt thing. This is one of those things that you have to clear up within your business as you're going along because it's important because of the people that you're dealing with. <clears throat> so think about your childhood. When, you're, when you were a baby, did you expect that when you cried and when you were hungry, somebody to feed you? Yes. You didn't know it. That was just part of your normal function immediately. As you were in high school, did you expect that when you had sports, that your mom or, mom or dad would actually come pick you up and then take you off to sports? Absolutely. Expectations, part of that dependency, part of being vulnerable, part of all that was part of expectations. So it's been built years after, year, year over year. Christmas time. Let's think about Christmas time for kids. They have a lot of expectations as to, I asked for this, and I expect to actually open up my presence and see that. There's not one thing you do in this lifetime that expectations is not involved with. That's why this is so important. This is the easiest way to harden a person's heart. It doesn't take much to actually disappoint a person in life. Let me give you an example. And I alluded to this example in the last, in the last show. But I'm going I'm to remind you. So think about it. Let's say you and I, we had an appointment. We were supposed to meet 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Okay, we set it up two weeks ago. And I accidentally set it up for, uh, for the following week. You show up at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. You're sitting here at the table just like myself. You order the food, and you get, you get two menus, get two waters, and you're expecting, you're expecting for me to be there. So you're sitting there. It's 3.30. You're looking at your watch. You're on Facebook or doing emails. And then you look back up, and you say, huh, I wonder if he forgot. Let me send him a text or give him a call. So you call me. And next thing you know, I answer the phone and say, oh, my goodness, I, I scheduled it for next Wednesday. Wait right there. Are you, are you upset at all? There's a part of you that's going to give me grace and say, oh, okay, well, yes, I can find something else to do. But now you're looking crazy because you're sitting here at the table waiting on this business meeting. Okay, that waiting part is expectations for us to have a meeting at 3 o'clock this Wednesday. So then... You oblige me, you give me grace, we meet the following Wednesday. 
If you text me to actually confirm the Wednesday morning, have, I, have, have your expectations already been compromised? Yes. The fact that before you didn't have to do that because you expected for me just to be there this Wednesday. But now the following Wednesday, the fact that you have to check in with me means that your expectations are falling within, within this. Now, things can get better, but now your expectations have started to alter. That's how quick that alteration, that's how quick expectations can fall. Now, speech, it becomes self-righteous. This is a hard place for us to be in. This is a good litmus test to actually understand where your heart is. If you said any of these statements before, and I'll be the first one to say this, I've said all these, and I've operated in all these. I don't trust anybody. Think about that. Where did that come from? Imagine you being a business owner, which you are. You're going about your day with the attitude and the heart set of, I don't trust anybody. Now, doesn't it take trust for you to, to operate, to set up your appointments for the, for the week, to actually have expectations that a deal is going to close when it's going to close? So if you're going to have those expectations as part of the currency of your business, well, then how can you not trust anybody? How can you serve two masters? Do you not trust anybody? How can you not trust anybody and still set appointments and still expect to actually grow your business? I'll do it by myself. Now, this is an atypical business owner statement all day long. Again, I was this guy. I'll do it all by myself. Nobody can do it like I can do it. Now, you have the creativity. You own the business. But understand, this is an isolated statement. This is all about you. I don't, this is part of that. I don't trust anybody. This is part of the fallen expectations. And this is a currency that's created from even your personal life. They don't separate. This is why I'm making sure that we understand this is, a, this is the umbrella picture that we're having here. The enemy loves these statements. My way or the highway. Control. The fact that you want to control your environment to make sure that your expectations are met. To make sure you don't get hurt which is the next statement. I don't want to get hurt. Now, let's, let's be real. Who in their right mind wants to be hurt? Not a, nobody at all. But this puts you in a position, it, over, it, it puts you in a position that you're not at fault at anything. And it heightens your expectations. It doesn't give an opportunity for grace. It doesn't have any of those opportunities within this. And in business, you know that there's a lot of grace. There's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be things that are going to happen that are going to change. <clears throat> Deadlines may be from Wednesday and may turn to Monday. You never really quite know because know, business ownership, there's a lot of moving parts. So your expectations, when you operate from this, there, that means there's no movement from you. You're going to just be upset quite often. It's part of that destruction of the heart. And this is operating off a of fallen expectation. This is not the high road of life. This is not how God created. He did not give us the authority for us to operate from this fallen expectation place. And remember, you're the authority figure within your business. So your leadership, your ways, your opportunity, if you're operating from this, I don't trust anybody, but you have a lot of people to function with. If you have clients to function with, how can you feel comfortable holding on to that type of currency, that type of heart set? 
Now, the heart that's built into this business, and that's why this is so important that, again, this is why we're painting a picture of how this thing works out and how this thing manifests. I can't trust anybody. I'll do it by myself, my way or the highway. They don't operate the same way. They actually become my lords. So as I'm manifesting, which is as I'm running the business, as I'm creating income, as I'm doing these things, I'm still operating from this level. I may have this high function in business, have a great product or service, but I'm still operating in my own personal world with you from this lower level, from this fallen level. Am I creating a firm foundation for my company? Absolutely not. You know exactly the answer. That is not exactly, that is not where you want to be. But nine times out of 10, your average business owner is walking around with this heart set. Again, it could be personal. It could be your business. But again, they don't, they don't leave each other. Whatever you have going on personally, just in who you are as a being, will show up in your business. And this is part of what the enemy depends on. He depends on your, for you to actually serve this. Where I'll do it by myself so you can be isolated. My way or the highway so you can be in control. I can't trust anybody. I don't want to get hurt. He wants you to operate from this level. This is not who we are, but this is what you see on a daily basis. Because expectations is that potent. Expectations from the flesh. When you operate from a hardened heart, understand your expectations turns into self-righteousness. It turns into idolatry within a snap. All those statements that we just mentioned have everything to do with operating from idolatry. It closes the door for God to actually even operate in your life. It does not take much. And you can, you, you, you can see it in your environment. Think about how many things that you're, that you're operating in within your business that you can't trust anybody else to do except for you. How often do you hand it off to your team and not micromanage? That's part of trust. That's part of expecting for somebody else to perform at that level. It's not fair to that environment. This is a repentance moment. Part of renewing this 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 way of being, this fallen expectations, this is what repentance is all about. Now, it sounds, it sounds weird. You may want to say, you know what, yeah, you can just throw in repentance on anything. Because guess what? Repentance does take care of everything. It takes care of the smallest things to the biggest things. And this thing, when it comes to expectations, it's small. But it's the biggest thing that happens into your life because that's part of the relationship with you and God. It's part of how you perform as a person. You perform with everything that you do with expectations. When I come to sit on this chair, when I give you a call, when I, anything I do in my lifetime, I expect a good result because of the authority that was handed over to me. So part of repentance is realigning myself with Genesis 2, 15. You have to develop this relationship with the word in order for your expectations to start to, to start to change. Part of that realignment is a humbleness. 
Let's think about it from this perspective. Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That's part of repentance. That's part of that statement of seek him first. Now, when you seek him first, understand in his righteousness. Think about it, not your righteousness, because again, our righteousness is part of the reason why we have a lot of fallen expectations. But his righteousness has everything, has potency behind it. It has truth behind it because he is the creator. And all these things shall be added unto you. Now, all these things, when you think about all these things, the first thing you go into, the expectation that you have, well, stuff. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's a car. Maybe it's a house. Maybe it's whatever you put things as. But again, think about repentance broad. Your expectations is something that needs to be renewed. If you're operating from, those, from that place, that fallen place of expectations, it needs to be renewed. And that's one of those things that will be added back onto you. Your expectations. This is how everything works out when it comes to expectations. Now, I'm going to say a couple of words. Please don't email the station. We're good. Here's a couple of words I want you to see. Expectations creates dependency. Did I say the D word? Did I say dependency? Now, yes. Am I being sarcastic? Absolutely. Because in this world that we live in, it doesn't, we don't do a lot of dependency. That's almost a bad word in this world. Expectations gives you opportunity to create room for dependency. We depend, we depended on God in the very beginning to tell us what this world is supposed to look like. When we don't depend on God, this world becomes very, very uncertain. Okay, so dependency is important for us to have. Anything that creates dependency creates, okay, here we go again, vulnerability. Please don't email the station. Am I being sarcastic again? Absolutely. Because dependency and vulnerability are two words that we don't like to operate in. But in order for the Lord, in order for God to actually operate with us, he needs these two words to operate, to re replenish your heart. When we're, we, when we're, and actually I'll get to that in a minute, <clears throat> the journey of repentance, Matthew 6, 6, Matthew 6, 33, the heart realigns with the word and softens the heart. Okay, the first thing that needs to be softened, softened is actually your disappointment. Because when you have fallen expectations, that means you're operating with life 100% with disappointments. You're expecting disappointment. And so how can we actually look for success in our business if we're expecting disappointment? We need to come to that place where we soften the heart and we start to expect in results. That's part of that realignment of the work. Again, Genesis 2, 15. This is where repentance, repentance actually one of the scriptures he wants to take us to, where we were dependent on him. Where his command, when we said you're free, when he said you're free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. 
he's expecting for you to be okay with, with that instruction. Part of his commands is, is expectations and operating with the word is for you to be okay with that instruction. So part of the guidance that God provides us, this is guidance as well. He's going to take you in your day to day and tell you no. On the things that are going to hurt you, that are going to send you to this place. So again, with, the, with God guiding your footsteps, being spirit-led, guess what? I can clear up my expectations because all my expectations are back with God. Everything else is realigned. So my heart is realigned with this scripture, and I believe the scripture more than I believe man. I've softened up. So now that I have God on my back and telling me what the next steps are, then he's dealing with Whatever he says yes to, my expectation is to go to where it says yes. Whatever he says no, I will stop. But what that does, it protects my heart and allows me that room and flexibility to be dependent on him and to be vulnerable to his commands and trust that everything's going to work out <laughs> directly how it should. The three major areas of expectation are your clients, your own, and employees. That's what you operate in when it comes to your business. One, one, two things are for sure up here. You have your clients and your own expectations. Employees, that may be a 50-50. Some, some business owners choose not to. Maybe not because of following expectations, whatever the case may be. But if you do, well, then this is part of your areas of expectations. So you can understand that your heart it's spread pretty thin when it comes to it has to function with clients, your own, and employees to actually manage all three of those is very hard. So part of the Lord's, what he will do is help you manage those things. First of all, you have to start with your own expectations. Once you actually align your heart with God and his word and make sure that his word is written on your heart, that was said in the Bible, God is not a man, that he, that he shall not lie. Once you trust in all his words and his commands and you're operating from there, it eases up your expectations. Because what happens is once you start operating with the word, your expectations and your own personal life start to rise to the occasion as to how you were created to be in the first place. Then the manifestation can actually go outwardly because now you have something to give. Okay, and the key component there is giving. That's why it has to start with you. The employee expectations, remember what we just got through talking about. You got to get to that place of giving and softening your heart. Now your employer, remember Ephesians 6, 5. Okay, we covered that in Thorns and Thistles. I uh, suggest that you guys go back and look at that. But in Ephesians 6, 5, remember, slaves obey your masters, masters obey your slaves. That relationship within that scripture. Go check it out. But once this merger happens, because again, employees came to find a refuge. They have their own needs and so do you. But an employee does not want to come into a place where they can't, they can't perform because you'll do it all by yourself or you can't trust anybody. That's not a good environment for an employee. They need you to have a soft heart so they can function, they can 
learn what they need to learn so they can serve people. Client's expectations. Service-minded. Align your expectations with his commands. Your personal expectations within the company is to serve, which is Matthew 5.16. In that, in that scripture, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Okay, that's part of that serving. Again, it's the scripture now operating your business, not you. You're following the commands. So now you're service-minded, so your client expectations have now increased. It's not Yelp who created the, the, the service model. It's not any of those, those functions that we have here on earth. It came from the Bible. So we need to understand, come with the strengthen your expectations and understand service-minded helps you, helps you, helps God help you. So you know exactly what to do and how to provide true service. Now, I'm going to give you guys the scriptures that we alluded to within this, within this show, and I'm going to give you a little bit of homework today. So the scriptures that we have is Genesis 2.15. This is, again, the original intent of man and how we need to operate when it comes to expectations. Ephesians 6.5. That's, that's that employer-employee relationship. Matthew 5.16, that's part of that serving. Okay, Matthew 6.33, seek ye, seek ye first his righteousness and these things will be added on to you. Okay, that's part of the repentance process. These are something that you can use as far as a study guide within this conversation. But I want to end the note with this. I know this topic was extremely broad when it comes to expectations. But understand expectations are absolutely broad. Because why? As we alluded to earlier in this conversation, they're in every single thing that you do. Your expectations, there's love, there's expectations for giving. It's in everything. This is the place that we actually need to take, ser take seriously. In everything that we do in our business, we have to take seriously. But understand, if you're operating off of, I don't trust anybody, you need healing. If you, I, if you're a I can do all by myself person, you need healing. Get to that place where we can actually trust others. Okay, there's blessings. You're supposed to be a blessing to others, and that's scripture. And part of that is once you can get to that place and free yourself of that pain that expectations has may, may have caused you in your lifetime, you will see the change. You will see the difference. You will see yourself relax. Your heart goes through a lot of pressure when you operate from that place of, I, can't, I can do it all by myself. Your heart was never intended to operate on, such a, on that level. It's supposed to operate on this high level when the Lord, your God, will actually take care of what needs to be taken care of, and you just need to follow his ways. This is part of that business ownership that we're looking for. This is part of you being excited about everything that you do within your business. You put a lot of time in, and this is part of that return on investment of that time. Now, I want you guys to always do me a favor. Make sure that you tune in. Share this with some of your friends that are business owners so you can tell them what they can do to help them grow their business. I would like for you to follow us on Facebook, 
follow us on LinkedIn and keep the conversation going. But in the meantime, we actually have to get back to work. Thank you very much. Have a good day.